and welcome into empty your queue uh, my name is justin and happy me america day that is uh, the dulcet voice of cameron that you hear over there and uh in honor of the fourth of july which we haven't even decided if we're going to run this on the fourth or on friday before or on the third but we're talking about independence day probably today. friday probably yeah i think the smart thing is friday no you, you don't think people are or checking for podcasts on the 4th of July. Well, maybe they'll listen to it traveling to where they're going on July 4th. Like, <laughs> Trick question. Everything's closed. Yes. There's nowhere to travel. That's Well, no, you can go to like a friend's house or a barbecue or a park or a national park. I don't think you can. I think everything just got closed again. Shut up. No, it's just bars right now. So we were talking about independence. Well, you could day. drive in a fucking circle and listen to this podcast for all I fucking care. There we go. How's that sound? Perfect. So we're talking about the nineteen ninety six sci fi masterpiece. Sci fi masterpiece. Roland Emmerich's Independence Day. Now Roland Emmerich's second best movie. What could possibly be better than twenty twelve? No. Yes. Not at all. Yes. Oh my god. <laughs> no. <laughs> Ugh, you think you know someone. I'm just saying. And they come at you with that trash. Ugh, that's disappointing. Does someone outrun an earthquake in a limousine in this? Jada Pinkett Smith. Not Vivica A. Fox outruns explosion fire and saves a dog and jumps into tunnel coverage um, to save everyone. John Cusack outruns a volcano, saves his kid, a dog, and all while in a fucking motorhome. Jeff Goldblum hacks alien tech. Will Smith punches an alien straight in the face. It's kind of hard to punch a natural disaster. You Harry insensitive Connick asshole. Jr. Is in Independence Day. Okay, I don't give a shit about Harry Connick Jr. Judd Hirsch is in Independence Day. Okay, Judd Hirsch is dope. Jeff Goldblum. Will okay, Smith. cool. I guess, Bill yeah. Pullman is the president. One of the That's best movie presidents we've ever I had. I guess. So, okay, if you've he not- gives one little stupid speech, but outside of that, they don't figure <laughs> anything out. It's all like he gives one little stupid speech that's also regarded as one of the best movie speeches ever. Yeah, that Trump retweeted. Well, he put his he- his own head over it yeah. too, right? Yeah. Yep. And then Bill Pullman was like, "I don't like that." No, but still, <laughs> it happened because that's how good the speech is, and even even a moron like that can feel something. Yeah, but it was still used in that manner, so yeah, it's null and void now. Well, he's recreating 2012. It's been canceled. The, the entire world right now, so I guess we got to cancel that too. <laughs> um, so if you've not seen Independence Day, it's pretty straightforward summer blockbuster. Uh, aliens invade the the world and they blow shit up, <laughs> and they just want to harvest people. They've got they're like locusts. Is that what it was? They go from planet to planet, suck all the resources, oh, yeah. and then go on to the next one. Yes, and it's up to Will Smith, Jeff Goldblum. Bill Pullman, and fucking Bill Reed. Pullman really doesn't do shit except for that speech. It's no, not up to him. He flies with them in the end. Yeah, he's a pilot. He can fly doesn't in. really do much to save the day. He does a lot, but the the is the, he the one that sacrifices himself in the end to save the day? Is he is he the one that no that flies that. fucking plane? No, no, it's a fucking farmer that does that's that. that drunk and it's Randy a fucking Quaid. scientist that is basically poo-pooed and dismissed through most of the movie until the fucking end. So he can finally get them to listen to him. By that exact goddamn president and his entire cabinet. Because <laughs> in his cabinet is his ex-wife, who's a total fucking cock-blocking asshole, who's like, nah, 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 fuck this, don't listen to him. And then he's finally like, no, fuckers, you gotta listen to oh, me. Oh yeah, scientist ex-wife. You were really, you were really, uh, 
kind of mixed with your message there. You jumbled everything together. I couldn't follow you for a second. Jeff Goldblum's ex-wife? Yeah, you, didn't say that. you made it sound like it was the president's ex-wife. Oh, yeah. yeah. I forgot to say. No, I said something about someone in his cabinet. It's yeah. his ex-wife. Jeff, not Jeff Goldblum's camp cabinet. No, no, president's no, no, no. Cabinet. the president's cabinet. Yeah, I think it's I said his ex-wife. that. Yeah, I think I said that. I you're, think you're you confusing. Confused, you're I think confusing you confused yourself. You're confusing the people. I think you may have confused yourself. So Randy Quaid is the real star of this movie. <laughs> <laughs> no, this movie to me, like, it isn't even like, like a movie. Like it's, it's so hard to explain. It's not even. It's almost just like a series of scenes and moments that I can just recall at any point in time because i watched this movie probably so this movie's pretty fucking 90s too hell yeah um 1996 vivica fox is a stripper yes and her husband is will smith her boyfriend is Will boyfriend smith. i thought they were married because they kid. live in like a house together yeah she has a kid she has a child and he's it's very progressive he's a fighter pilot He's a fighter pilot. She's a stripper. They're just, you know. Harry Connick Jr. tells Will Smith he'll never get promoted if he marries a stripper and he's got to just let oh, her go. Oh, yeah. Because he's his, like, Iceman. He's his wingman, yeah. He's yeah. his goose. He's not his Iceman. They're clearly boys. That's, yeah. <laughs> and uh, and while all of this insane world building is I mixed is going up on, Goose and Iceman. I mean, it's understandable. Iceman should have died. Goose, goose deserved so to live. Cool. Well, yeah. Then. Goose wasn't cool. He was just, like, this nice guy. No, he was he was just, the textbook just a humble guy. Man. He was just a humble guy. He was. He was a good family man. Yeah. Hell of a piano player. And he gets his fucking neck broken trying to eject. Hey man, sometimes life yeah. is that, it's a that real cockpit bummer. canopy that doesn't that doesn't, <laughs> doesn't unlatch, you know? <laughs> sometimes so, life gets anyways, like back to so Independence Day. Yeah, so Will Smith wants to marry Vivica A. Fox. But he's yes, getting, that they aren't husband and wife. Because he's he getting fucking, told that it's going to torpedo his military career. Jeff Goldblum is a scientist who comes across a radio signal. Which low-key in 1996 him. probably would have been something that's torpedoed. Because like, that's the height of don't ask, don't tell. Not only that, <laughs> but like you see too when they have like the locker room scenes of all the soldiers. Will Smith is like the only black dude. Yes, yes. So like, they, if they were like, hey, our one black pilot married yeah. a stripper. Well... Like 1996, like time I'm sure to get like, a new token black pilot. Yeah, exactly. I'm sure Roland Emmerich for all like, of the Air Force. Yes, we can't say that, but so yeah. So while all of this is going on, Jeff Goldblum discovers a signal in one of the satellites of the country. I guess the country just has these satellites. Well, yeah, we got we got satellites, dog. And we got mad satellites. There's like thirty thousand fucking satellites just fucking floating around out there and he discovers the alien signal and he realizes something's coming gets an alien ping and then all, like all at once like spaceships come out over every major city they come through the these world. big fiery electric clouds even now like if there's like certain cloudy days or like when the sun's you setting, see you're, you're like it, oh you're like, fuck it's over this is it guys it's over we're about to get blown to little smithereens i know what we need to do <laughs> it is not gonna be simple and they have like these insta death lasers on them like it's just it basically this laser it's not even just instant death it disintegrates it, it obliterates at least a 200 mile radius yeah it blows up the white house with one blast it like blows all up of downtown la is wiped out oh yeah like central downtown los angeles is wiped out so even though it blew up the white house like all of pennsylvania avenue and that surrounding area 
mm-hmm. is a wasteland. It's gone. Yeah. yeah. And they show like a little, they don't go super into it, but they do show like a little bit of the devastation. There's a, a subplot with Bill Pullman, the president, President Whitmore. Uh, his wife is like gathering people from the re- the wreckage and debris and they're like helping save people. It's her and Vivica A. Fox and the president's daughter. And they're like in LA. Um, no, because I think Vivica A. Fox and the son travel, start driving towards the dad. Start not the dad. Start driving towards. No, the she's on like the ten. She, yeah, they're still in California when that. But I don't think because because they get affect the the reason why they like have to make. Remember, they have to outrun the fucking explosion from downtown. Right, but they. I remember the the uh, wife. They fucking the travel first, by foot. The first lady is in a helicopter that gets hit like not straight hit but it gets like it goes down it goes down but it doesn't go from washington to crash in la i think they were because aren't the isn't the president and his wife like separate at the time he yes isn't she in like la doing some shit and he's in dc doing some shit i thought she was somewhere that wasn't la but i think she's in i think LA. you're saying that i think you're right yeah because yeah because like they're literally on like the fucking 10 because they find her when she's like escaping because they're supposed to go visit will smith anyways at his military base for fourth of july like you take the 10 to the 101 mm-hmm. <laughs> so basically after that there's like a lot there's a lot of time spent introducing all of these characters almost too much time it's like 45 minutes in before the aliens start blowing stuff up it's also like is it 45 minutes in it's like 45 50 minutes in. it's also like 30 something minutes in before will smith shows up wow what is the first 30 minutes of this fucking so the movie? first 30 minutes is jeff goldblum finding the signal it's introduced to randy quaid who's russell case who's a former pilot yes who swears he's Him and been dumbass kids he, yes he swears he's been abducted by aliens before and that he remembers everything and that they're coming back and he needs to help protect and he's doesn't just, he say they probed him yes no these these two other dudes say it's oh like make yeah fun of him and bully yeah him. and uh, like they jammed a probe in your ass didn't they randy yeah and he uh now randy quaid is actually this person in real life it's an unbelievable (laughs) instance of art imitating life i must tell you like 30 years later really probably like 15 years later 96 oh yeah i feel like it was probably like hey it's 21 years later 25 years later yeah but so he they introduce all these side characters and everyone that's going to come together then you get to will smith then you get to the aliens start attacking and then from there it's just basically everything you would want from sci-fi spectacle yeah so i guess the question to ask you is why do you not like this movie um i don't know i i guess it's because it's kind of a piece of crap uh you can't just say that though like what so it's real rah-rah bullshit it's kind of an over-the-top propaganda machine not only for the air force but for america in general like there it's literally it's literally america's problem like 
the mothership comes over America. We have to destroy the mothership. It's America saves the world once again. No, not quite, because the, the yes, ships come over once, everywhere. But the, once they... Oh, no, the mothership is out. space yeah. to get to the mothership. And then, but two Americans going into space to destroy the mothership is what saves everything. Like, And then the big like battle is happening. It's fucking in Area 51, like over Area 51. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Uh, most there's maybe two mentions of like the foreign impact of this it's a world invasion yeah like you the see whole like world Paris is invaded but places. the Middle focus East. of this movie is los angeles and washington dc and then area 51 um will smith great performance this was like right as Will Smith started to become the biggest. Like this movie, he's been on he's been Fresh on Prince for like three, four years at this point. He's three done years. Bad Boys at this point. He's done Bad Boys. He's done um, Six Degrees of Separation, which he was nominated for an Oscar for. Yes. Uh, so yeah, he's in that. He's at like full tilt. Independence Day is the first one that he does by himself after Bad Boys, and this movie made when i tell you it made all the money oh yes yeah in 1996 against a 75 million dollar budget which was pretty fucking expensive for the time do you want to guess worldwide box office uh it's like when it came out for 1996 or the total now total for box 1996 office for is like 600 million 817.4 million that's close so will smith does this then he goes on his crazy run of movies which is Independence Day, Men in Black, Enemy of the State, Wild Wild West, Bagger Vance, Ollie, Men in Black 2. Whoa, 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 whoa. He has three fucking bombs in he there. He has two. Bagger Vance. No, 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 no. Um, what was before Bagger Vance? Wild Wild West. Wild Wild West, Bagger Vance, and Ollie. I wouldn't call Ollie a bomb. Ollie was a bomb. It was critically panned when it came out. It did not do well box office-wise. No one cared about it. Well, they got... He got nominated for Best Actor. Yeah, that's true. So I wouldn't call that a total bomb. Well, financially, it can still it can it be was, a bomb yeah, and have it... it I, I just read it said $100 million budget, $80 million box office. Yeah, yeah. Like, and not, like, not only that, but you can have something that's financially, like, doesn't make its money back, but somebody still gets nominated. Is Independence Day to you? So okay, so the American it, imperialism rah rah bullshit. Hang, hang on, before you get back in, to that, infest on. the movie. I want to talk um, Will Smith a little bit more here. The well, so, well, you wanted to know why I don't like this movie. It's I know. not Will Smith. No, I know, but I'm saying even though you don't like this movie, where do you put this performance in the Will Smith pantheon? Bad Boys is number one. Number okay. two is Men in Black. Okay. Because he fucking carries those Men in Black movies. I don't know. Tommy Lee Jones is... Shut up. Man. No. Tommy Lee Jones is a fucking void of charisma and uh, anything interesting. Like, oh, he, right. Jeez. Um, no, I'm sorry. I don't like the... like Tom, what, Tommy Lee Jones is good in one movie, and that's because of that whole void of charisma and <laughs> entertainment is uh, No Country for Old Men. Not even the fugitive. Not even the fugitive. I don't wow. like the fugitive. All right. So b- before that launches us into, <laughs> so yeah. So you got bad boys, Men in Black, and then probably I'm trying to think of his movies. After Earth. Yeah, that's it. Seven After. pounds. No. Hancock. Uh, 
Uh, no. I am legend. Gemini man. Pursuit of happiness. Um, I would. Uh, I robot. I am legend would be up there for me. See, that's already too. That's three. Like that's too many past to not say Independence Day for me. Because he in this movie, like after you've seen it once and you watch it again, knowing everything. You're like, where the hell is Will Smith? Come on, let's get to let's get to Will Smith here. Like Jeff Goldblum's fine. Uh, Judd Hirsch. Is Goldblum's funny. just doing Goldblum. It's uh, just yeah, it's exactly. He's just. Doing I think it. he had done Jurassic Park by this. Yeah. Yeah. Because Jurassic Park is ninety three. Mm-hmm. Um. It yeah, you have he's just on autopilot Goldblum, which I know is beloved and everything, but it's. <laughs> It's really like a one-trick fucking pony. So you don't just hate this movie. You just seem to hate everyone that's involved in it, aside from Will Smith. Uh, well, I, I don't like... It's not... I don't dislike Jeff Goldblum. I just think that he kind of skates on quirkiness and, as I said, a one-trick pony. Um, he, like... The Fly is really good. The Fly, I think, is probably his best performance. Yeah, I would agree. Um, I really like his turn in Life Aquatic with Steve Zissou, where he's like his rival, where he's like ultra rich. Um, no, he's not that quirky in that one. He's very like toned down, timid. Um, I think Jurassic Park up there too. Yeah, Jurassic Park, Park is another one where he's not too quirky. He's like. He's somehow like, hey, look how sexy science is. He's like, a smartass more than anything in that, that one. That became his niche for a while. Was yeah. How sexy science is. Like he's just kind of a curmudgeon and a, um, a nihilist almost. Like, yeah, in that much. movie. Uh, but I don't know. I'm not a big Pull, big Pull, Bill Pullman fan. Not a big Spaceballs fan. Uh, I do like. I do love Spaceballs. Oh, oh, interesting. But not interesting. Not because of Bill Pullman. Just Mel Brooks. Mel, not only just well, Mel Brooks. Like you could put anyone in the Bill Pullman position in that movie, mm-hmm. and because he's not in all at all like the funny parts of that movie. If that makes no, sense. Not really, yeah. Like that is a Rick Moranis vehicle through and through. <laughs> like Rick Moranis is MVP. Well, John Candy's pretty finals good MVP. Yeah, Barf is pretty funny. Um and uh dot matrix is that a uh, is that the c3po oh, I equivalent know. i don't know with, off the top of my played head. by joan rivers i can off the top of my head i don't know uh, I tell but no that's that's uh everything dealing with the like oh, fuck i forget what they call they're called the dark side and that oh i don't yeah i don't remember everything that, that's what that movie quicker. is okay so you don't like <laughs> dude, how do you feel about judd hirsch how about, how about randy quaid how about uh, Harvey Firestein? Because he's in here for a little bit too. Uh, Harvey Firestein was fantastic in anything he ever did in the nineties. From okay. I think he's in the Birdcage to he might be in every uh, movie because he's in Mrs. Doubtfire, The Birdcage, yeah. Independence. He pops Mrs. up in yes, like uh, The Eraser. Movie. Yeah, he's an Eraser. <laughs> yeah. Um, or am I getting him mixed up you're with getting, someone no, else? You're getting him mixed up with the other dude. I am. Yeah. Yeah. Who's who looks a stand-up well, comedian? Looks just like him, but does not sound like him. Uh, but anyways. <laughs> um i get i mean i don't really like hillbillies so that's probably why i don't like like the randy quaid character um you know not to offend any hillbillies out there but i I don't like you you don't have to like me either 
That's just how it is. Way to alienate the hillbilly fan base. For yeah, us. you know, probably the the only people listening to this. Um, that was a key just, demo for us. Just sitting in their little fucking... On stop, the, just stop. All right, <laughs> all right, just, all right. Um, so this movie is... Judd Hirsch I'm okay with, but I think he's utilized as like a total Jewish stereotype as he usually is in most things that he was put in. Yeah. Um, Roland Emmerich, I think, has that in most of his movies. He Roland Emmerich is like all I can do is direct spectacle. I'm not good. Yeah. Quiet moments. No, no, no. If we have not. to get in with dialogue and quiet this movie moments. is just spectacle. There's there's like a couple scenes and it just drags and you're yes. just like come on let's keep going. That's it's got like you remember all the shit blowing up and everything and it's like a two hour movie. It's like two it's, hour fifteen. It's two thirty. Two thirty. Yes. And honestly, like the only shit I remember from this movie is them blowing everything up. That dumbass president speech, um, the dog fight, yeah, with Will Smith, him punching out the alien, and then the first battle, the first like air battle where they figure out that they have shields, mm-hmm. which is like pretty early on, and then the last. I think that's the dog fight where he takes one down. Uh, there's the begin, shields. There's the first dog fight before you go to Area 51. Right. And they just get fucking annihilated. And then there's no dog fight until they go at the and end. And then it's the end. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's just those two. And that's pretty much all I remember from the movie. Do you remember the autopsy? Oh. In <laughs> Area 51? And he, like, takes over the dude. The alien comes to life. They think he's dead. Yes. And uh, it comes to life and takes Bill Pullman and speaks through him. Yeah. No bees. No, it doesn't take Bill Pullman. Oh, it takes it, the, the it lab takes, tech. It's it the, the lab tech, tech who's one of the. Uh, I think he's one of the 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 lone gunmen from the X Files. Yes. Yeah. You're absolutely right. He he takes him and talks through him, and it's it's so dramatic. It's so funny to me. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I'm sorry. It's uh, yeah. It's Doctor Oaken. Dr. Oaken. I don't know how we made it so far into talking about this before I mentioned James Rebhorn as Mr. Nimziki, the, uh, like, let's see, as a secretary of defense to President Whitmore, who is like the biggest movie scumbag, who's like, let's just nuke them. And they're like, well, they have shields there. He's like, yeah, but it's nukes. Like, they literally try to nuke these aliens. And they drop this bomb. They have like the drone that they're using, the early midnight, the early to mid nineties remote controlled drone camera, and they're watching the spaceship. And they like hit it with like every missile. I I don't think it's a full on nuke, but they hit it with like the strongest missile they have that's not a nuke. And the smoke billows up, and he's like, "Oh, it's a direct hit. That thing is dead. Yeah, good job, boys." And the president's like, "Well, let's hang on. Let's make sure it's it's still up." nope it's still there what do we do and just this whole this whole time this secretary of defense is just this incredible scumbag and that was that's one of the characters that i remember well, he's the just most. he's like one of the prototypes like that the all the other leader like general or something who's like really gung-ho to just fucking shoot it <laughs> we gotta blow it up like oh we gotta blow it up or shoot it it's like uh there's refugees and and we could possibly kill innocent people. Uh, well, you gotta break a few eggs to make an omelet. You know, yeah, fuck exactly. it, blow it up. You know, 
Uh, and I think of how many more are going to die if we don't. Yeah. Sacrifice 37 to save a million. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so I always remember that. So I remember the autopsy scene. I, I've seen this movie, like I've said, probably like 500 Yeah, times. neither of us have watched this movie recently, and it's not available on any streaming services. So this one's really just for Dustin. Yeah. No, I'm. <laughs> and then I'm let's just confident. let you run. Just just talk about how much you love this movie right now. I'm confident because I kind of just poo pooed on it. That it's gonna be on all day. It's probably on TBS or TNT. If it's not on TBS, on FX, Friday TNT, and Saturday, AMC. If it's not on any of those four, I will be shocked. Most I'm, likely on Friday and, and Saturday. Yeah, I'm going with AMC. I, I say AMC is gonna have it maybe all day. Okay. But uh, yeah, so I love this movie. And just talk about it. Just just fucking love it. I I don't even know where to start. It's like what? It's why super, do you love this movie so much? Because it's just. What does it do for you? The way you said that is so weird. What does it do for you in your heart? Oh, it just gets me gets me psyched. Gets me stoked. This is a pretty sick movie. It, you've got an unbelievable Will Smith performance. You've got an unbelievable Jeff Goldblum performance. You've got the basis for summer blockbusters, basically. Like, this is one of the first big summer blockbusters, and it launches not only Will Smith as a box office megastar, but it gives you, it turns the 4th of July (laughs) into a movie event because what happened was Will Smith started opening all of his movies 4th of July weekend because of how good this movie did. Men in Black, 4th of July. Enemy of the State, 4th of July. Wild Wild West, Fourth of July. Men in Black Two, Fourth. It's like five, four, five years in a row. He has like the biggest movie of the year, and it opens on the Fourth of July. So he becomes synonymous with blockbusters and American independence for a solid half a decade at least off of this movie alone. I also think it's one of the most quotable movies I've ever seen. All I know is Welcome to Earth. He's, yeah, and uh, it's welcome to Earth. That's what I call a close encounter. Oh yeah, there's dragging him through the the desert, and he's like, I could have been at a barbecue. And what the hell is that smell? He yes. kicks it a couple times. Um, you have the whole speech that the president does at the end. You have um, today is going to be. Our Independence Day. You have Randy Quaid with Hello Boys, I'm back, when he's flying up into the spaceship to save the day. I'm back. See? I don't even have to say it, and it's, you know you know the tone. Um, you have Harvey Firestein with his five minutes when uh, Jeff Goldblum's like, yeah, it's a countdown. And when the Harvey movie- Firestein, who I believe is doing most of his scenes in front of a Fruitopia vending machine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, then and then he's in a car trying to get out in gridlock traffic probably drinking a fruitopia gets annihilated by an explosion yo shout out to fruitopia if there could be a retro drink that would be one to bring back uh but yeah and so I, balls <laughs> do you remember that yeah, drink balls I that do. had like the boba balls almost oh, yeah i'm not a fan i was a big fan of balls still are wet balls buzzing um yeah i just i think it's a really quotable movie the scenes. it's definitely the, as i watch it as i get older it doesn't have the same like je ne sais quoi that it did for no, you 
It I when I was a kid, you would have convinced me that this was a nonstop action thrill ride. Okay. It is not. It's like five or six big sequences and set pieces. That's kind of what he does. A lot of exposition in between. But as I've gotten older, I've gone from really enjoying watching stuff blow up to being like, man, this is really cool to watch all of these actors in this one movie because all of the nuance is just no (laughs) palpable. No, it's just it's the perfect cast. For this for this type of movie, this is the exact cast that I would want. Like Will Smith is the perfect megastar, Jeff Goldblum is the perfect nerd, Bill Pullman is the perfect president, Randy Quaid is the perfect drunk, uh, Mr. Nimziki is cast perfectly, James Redhorn, even the dude from The Lone Gunman is Dr. Oaken. Like it's all like when I think back to this movie, I can't think of a way that I could make it better in terms of performances, casting. So Will blocks. Smith, you can't change. Goldblum can't change i think you could change goldblum i that's see that's blasphemy if he matthew broderick Ooh, i don't know about that you could do matthew broderick i see i don't think it'd be the same um who else jeff goldblum now you got me thinking you don't even have to think pierce brosnan no he's too sexy (laughs) I just want more Pierce Brosnan and things. But yeah, I would say Matthew Broderick. Maybe this saves him from doing uh, Godzilla two years later. With Roland Emmerich. Yeah. Or he, he doubles down and just does it anyway. My boy Roland. Maybe. I mean, I'm sure his movies paid good because they made all sorts of all sorts of money. The Roland Emmerich? Yeah. Yes, yeah. Box office. Even 2012, I think, was a killer. I think it was like one of the top movies of that year, yeah. So I was just kidding. This is definitely Roland Emmerich's best movie. And, no, then, it's, and then it's 2012. You can't go back now. Fine, I'll keep it that way. Fucking 2012 for life. <laughs> That's what I thought. Um. So I looked up a couple... Uh, What'd you look up? I looked up a couple... I got some trivia here. Oh, did you? Is this something we do every episode? When the movie warranted, some oh, movies have like eight pieces of trivia, and it's all like, "Did you know these two people went to college together?" Did, did you know, know that the set hand on set really liked ham and cheese sandwiches, so they made sure they were well stocked with ham and cheese sandwiches. Exactly, like it's stuff like that, and it's like, yeah, no one wants to hear that. So, <laughs> this one is quite possibly like the lamest method acting I've ever heard of. So, in the autopsy scene, when Bill Pullman is talking to the alien through Dr. Oaken. It says here, Bill Pullman used the memory of a decayed tooth that was pulled from his mouth in order to come up with a terrified expression when talking to the alien invaders. What? Hang on, guys. I need to think about... I need to get to my place. That's dumb as shit. Do you think the rest of them made fun of him? I hope so. That sounds like, like some bullshit. Like, he was like, I just really thought about my tooth. To get I was, scared. I had to look frightened. Man, that that tooth shit really fucked him up. Yeah, like, what kind of dentist did, did God he? God damn. He went to the dentist from Marathon Man? Like, Yeah. Um. So here's the He went one. to the dentist from that movie, The Dentist. Someone turned down the role of, uh, of Jasmine, the stripper that Will Smith is in love with. Uh, because of scheduling conflicts with another movie. 
Who was it? That movie is The Nutty Professor, and that actress is Jada Pinkett Jada Smith. Pinkett Smith Whoa. Who would go on to marry Will Smith. Whoa. Could you imagine? I mean, Will Smith and Vivica A. Fox have amazing chemistry in this movie, but that's just Aren't they of, only in, like, two scenes together? They're in... No, they... Like, they, the beginning and the end, no, and that's fucking re- it? They reunite again, and they're in the base together before the big plan and everything. Oh, they have yeah. Their moments. They have their wedding scene. So, three scenes, because that wedding scene happens in the base. Yes, it does. And that's all at the end, and then in the beginning. She, they have, like, two scenes together. No, nah, they have, like, four or five. No, collectively, like, those set pieces that they're together in are, like, two. It's the opening of the house. He leaves. She leaves. They go their separate ways. And then at the end, they meet up at the base. And that's it. Well, I I thought they were very good. But at this point, it's because Will Smith is just a volcano of charisma and sex appeal. So he probably would have had chemistry with anyone. Mid-90s Will Smith was, like, about as hot as it gets. I just don't see how there's chemistry with two scenes if it was bad you would know in two scenes i'm i'm just saying all right uh what else do we got here ross bagley plays dylan uh the kid dylan you son of a bitch <laughs> plays jasmine's kid dylan i was gonna go for a bad arnold impression and there, he later just... went on to play will smith's cousin nikki in fresh prince of bel-air oh shit cousin nikki yep the death of that show <laughs> wow Ooh, here we go. Uh, someone was offered the role of Jimmy Wilder, which is played by Harry Connick Jr. in this movie. Uh, do you want to guess 1996? Who might have been on Harry Connick Jr. level? Um, Chris Isaac. No, not a singer, but that's a good guess. Well, but, Harry Connick Jr. was a singer. No, no, I'm saying this. This is not a singer. Oh, uh, James Spader. Matthew Perry. Oh. Could you be any more Independence Day? <laughs> Could they be any more Alien? Yeah, any more? Any more singers? Is that? Could I be any more Chandler? Oh, see, I thought you were gonna go somewhere with the stripper. stripper Could wife you or... be any more of a stripper wife? All right, you're gonna love this one. Someone was offered the role of David Levinson, aka Jeff Goldblum but had to turn it down due to scheduling conflicts. Was it Matthew Broderick? You're goddamn right. It was Matthew I Broderick. F- look at that shit, dog. <laughs> I told you. Oh, my God. I fucking told you. Emmerich would cast him in his next oh, film two years later. Make me a fucking casting director. I got that shit right there. Uh, let's see what else we got here. A month after the film's release... Jewelry designers and marketing consultants reported an increased interest in dolphin-themed jewelry. Wow. Since the character of Jasmine in the film wears dolphin earrings and is presented with a wedding ring featuring a gold dolphin. So people watched Independence Day and were like, like, I need dolphin shit. I need gold dolphins. Give me all your dolphin stuff. That, yeah. That's a bummer. That is so good. Uh, like, could you imagine? Like, what gave you this idea? Uh, definitely wasn't Independence Day. No, I, I just know. How hey, to- um, you guys got any dolphin stuff? Nope, sold out. Sorry. I think oh. you're the first one coming in here looking for, <laughs> looking for, dolphin rings and jewelry. <laughs> Come on, we've all seen Independence Day now. Uh, ooh, 
Roland Emmerich wanted Martin Landau to play the role of Julius Levinson, David's father. Oh, Judd Hirsch. But Martin Landau was too busy with the film The Adventures of Pinocchio. Ouch. Uh, Judd Hirsch is only 17 years older than Jeff Goldblum. Makes sense. Even though he plays his father. (laughs) Uh, What else? There's a lot. There's like 200 things, but not all of it is good. That's what she said. Wow. Low-hanging fruit. Not even on that one. Didn't even make sense. You got to rein me in better. Just let me do whatever I want. Well, I'm I'm reading, trying to find relevant things. And well, stop just, fucking reading. You just have to... You got all these fucking notes on your phone, and you're never ready with these things. You always scroll through. Yeah. You I never mean, just pull them early. Like, all you got to do is hit copy, paste to your little fucking notebook, and you have those available there. But you never do that. Why? <laughs> so <laughs> Siri just told me to go fuck myself <laughs> for you. Dude. So I guess on that note we'll transition from trivia because before we get out of here, we do have to mention the terrible, terrible sequel. I don't think we do. Did you ever see it? I did see the fucking sequel. I saw it opening night with our friend that worked at the movie theater at the time. We went and saw it in IMAX. And we were both just so disappointed. Well, it doesn't have Will Smith in it. No, and they, he's they, killed off off screen. screen. Like he's just like, oh, your dad died because you're following the kid of Will Smith now. You're following his kid, and you're following <laughs> not Chris Hemsworth. You're following Liam Hemsworth. Yeah, and he's like, oh, your dad died in that one experimental mission, and it's just a fucking painting of him. Yeah, they just have a painting of him, and they're like, he was a hero. He died researching alien tech. Yep, and that's it. <laughs> that On to the movie. Is a disaster. It and really is. It was supposed is. to start like another trilogy, I guess. That's a good thing that that didn't get off the ground. So if you see another Independence Day coming, it's probably for the best to just stick with the original. Um, but yeah, I think like that's pretty much everything I wanted. There's just so to me, this is like a quintessential '90s movie. Like, I hold this in reverence as, like, one of those movies that, if I watch it, it takes me right back to, like, oh, I'm six years old watching this in a movie theater. Like, I get hyped. Okay. And I think that it's funny that it's also become, like, a quintessential 4th of July movie. Like, it's on every 4th of July. Well, the name of it is fucking Independence Day. What did you expect? I know, but it's about killing aliens. and every, Like, you would think, yeah, like, and- they would go with other, like... Okay, so it's not just call, other- it's not just about fucking killing aliens. It's about killing an oppressor, someone who is coming in and trying to eliminate you. It's a fucking war movie, which is what Independence Day or in July Fourth is about. It's about us getting all fucking warred up, like fighting for our freedom, and that's what this movie is: them fighting for their freedom from alien oppression. See, I knew you liked it. I don't I like it. See, see, I knew. I'm just saying it's not it's not obvious it's not like it's not obvious it's very obvious it's just funny to me that the best movie that a lot of networks can think of that fully encapsulate meaning of the holiday is independent what do you want born on the 4th of July I'm just saying is that what what yeah it's called Independence Day 
What do you, the, what other movies can you think of that are about what the Patriot? Is that what you want people to watch? I'm sure it'll be. You want people to throw? Yeah, it probably will be. What do you? What do you even? Jesus, just terrible. I'm just saying. I just think it's telling. What are you saying? It doesn't sound like you're saying anything. So movies about the Fourth of July. The first things that come up are Independence Day, Independence Day Two, Born on the Fourth of July, National Treasure, The American President. Wow. National uh, Treasure. eh? 1776. The Patriot and The Sandlot. What? Oh, because they go to that celebration and they eat the tobacco and they throw up. So, to me... Tequila! That's what your 4th of July movie marathon should be. Those movies right there. Not Independence Day 2, though. No, yeah, you could skip Independence Day 2. Don't do that. Uh, I also looked, and guess what? I'm 100% right. It's going to be on AMC... (laughs) <laughs> it's gonna be on amc oh okay. all day okay you're not 100 percent that bitch i no i am not unfortunately <laughs> but it is yeah let me double check here amc fourth of july at 10 a.m 1 p.m 4 p.m 7 p.m and 10 p.m that's a lot pacific of standard time that is five screenings of Independence Day. So if you have not seen it in a long time, if you have watched it recently, doesn't matter. Throw it on. If you have people over, you can put it on in the background. If you're just hanging out by yourself, you can watch it with the sound on. Throw another shrimp on the Barbie. And uh, yeah, any other any other Independence Day thoughts? Um, Besides Will Smith's electric, Jeff Goldblum's fantastic. The special effects are visionary. The story is groundbreaking. Uh, there's nothing like it in terms of exhilarating action experience, and it's the most memorable movie experience of your life. No, I think that about sums it up. That's I. I had a hunch. You looked like you're about, to, and I was like, I know what he's gonna say. Yeah. So thank you guys for listening. The toys are dope. Oh, don't even, we could have like a whole another conversation. I had the that. alien spaceship. I had the alien. I had a Will Smith toy. I had one that was like, you remember Micro Machines? Yes. It was the alien head and it folded open into oh, the, yeah. the base. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, dude. I liked the ships. Like the alien ships were dope looking and are probably some of the best alien ships. Like even though like the effect of in a movie is very dated like how they move and fly yeah and stuff. well I, yeah but I'm it's not, 96 like yeah, yeah. you can't, you can't but like the it. design of them is really really cool and like the top pops off and that's how they get in it like that, yeah that whole last like 30 minutes where they have to go infiltrate the mothership and you like really see smart. the inner workings like, of you, the alien yeah, stuff like, you get to see how everything works that stuff get, is cool it like it definitely for having like we said like six or seven like huge set pieces it's rare that they would all be that memorable yeah because like you put it on and you're like oh shit we're almost at the part where he's gonna punch the alien yeah but oh, the movie man. still kind of sucks we're almost at the part where they're gonna they're gonna fly off up the directions are backwards oops up let's try it again without the oops like you know yeah like, you're like you can just tell where you are you don't know what i'm talking about do you uh you know no. Okay. You're so obviously it's not that memorable. I'm almost at the part where the White House is going to blow up. Gotta watch. Like That's, yeah. So I just... The I helicopter think, blows up. It hits the helicopter, yeah, and the helicopter crashes. 
the helicopter with the president gets away and they watch the white house explode and then the helicopter with the president's wife crashes yes because it's in la i believe no because that's leaving the no because when the white house blows up the helicopter leaving it fucking blows up there's no they get away no no no, no. the helicopter outside the white house is annihilated just like the white house that's a part of that whole set then he's somewhere else because oh, fuck he gets away. you should have watched this movie it's At least so you, funny mr that fucking that this would be the one thing that you're like no i'm so sure but i'm almost because i remember it because i the like miniatures exploding includes the helicopter exploding too right but i believe they escape so this is not going to be good um audio okay he gets on air force one here we go. I pulled it up. We're going to end on this. They get in. They're all getting in that. That's his aide. There's a, there's David's ex-wife. There's the dad. There's They're they're all in Air Force 1. So yes. they get in on Air Force 1 and they're at the White House right now. And he goes, "Time's up." Sorry, I would have the audio, but we would probably get sued or or pulled down. So there's the party in LA. Jada Pinkett's, or not Jada, I keep saying it, Vivica A. Fox's stupid friend. Boom. Tower. The miniatures exploding, exploding is so fucking dope. It really, like, turned out pretty nicely. Definitely some of the best miniatures. And what's funny is how much of it is miniatures. Like Annihilated. I, <laughs> poor dude in an office That dude's building. just like working overtime trying to file some papers and he's just fucking annihilated. Cars raining down. Boom. Boom. You can't see what's happening right now so this is like the worst part of podcasting is where someone's just like oh they just blew that fucking building up. But I know. I'll put a link this to movie's this. pretty iconic. So. I'll put a link to this too in case you haven't seen it recently. Yeah. Um... Oh, poor Harvey. Oh, damn. But yeah, see, this is like taking out most of downtown. So there's no way the helicopter... Yeah, I'm telling you, the fucking helicopter gets annihilated. But Air Force One flies out of it. So there's the helicopter. So there's the helicopter. Boom. First Lady. Boom. No, that helicopter... Yeah. That helicopter is a fucking annihilated. Air Force One flies through that, is all I'm saying. I think Air Force One is far away from that. Because they're right... I think they're right there. There's no way they're right there because the fucking laser thing is like wiping it annihilates but then, I Los Angeles. The turbulence in the, but I'm talking DC. I know. <laughs> they fly. I, they're in Air Force One and they take off and they're shaking and everything and they pull out and the flames. Are yeah, because them. cataclysmic events are happening all over the world. I know. So there's gonna be some fucking times. turbulence. But I'm saying they're right there and they fly through the fire to get out. Who the fuck? Is it the president's wife? Because I think she fucking dies. She dies in the hospital later. But Vivica A. Fox and the son, Dylan, find So she's her. just in L.A. She's chilling. in the wreckage of a helicopter. Like What the fuck? And they find her. Because it's not that helicopter. No, it is not that helicopter. Okay. She's on another one. That scene cut out early. But she's on another one that gets, it's like away from the building, but the force of it flips it and it crashes yeah okay anyway but i'm just glad i was right that was a long way i told you that that. fucking helicopter got obliterated there's two helicopters is what we've established fucking a million helicopters so you guys check it out for yourself everybody see what you think uh more importantly have a safe and happy fourth of july 
Remember, uh, grip the firecracker as tight as. <laughs> <laughs> all right, thank you guys. Uh, Don't you, grip the firecracker as tight as you can. Send all, all uh, criticism Don't. threats. This is just a disclaimer. Do not on Twitter. <laughs> He's at Karate Party One. It's all lowercase. The number one. It's not spelled out. Hey, uh, you know. Hefferbrew is found on Twitter and Instagram. Jason Pierre-Paul, can you still use his just hand? Just add so. Hefferbrew. Stop. This is just getting worse. Twitter and Instagram, add Hefferbrew, and uh, we will be back, guys. Have a safe weekend. Yeah, and thank don't you. JPP yourself this weekend. Looking <laughs> like a poster child. Looking like a lobster hand. This is all getting cut. You can cut it all you want. So mean. Thank you, guys. Well, I'm not the one who blew my hand up with a firework. And uh, we will be. He's not. Oh shit! I just jinxed myself. I'm totally gonna blow my hand up with a firework. We'll let you know on Monday. Fuck. Thank you, guys.